0: Deep theology, heart questions, and light humor. We all have our questions about God's Word and its role in our lives. So each week on Unfolding the Word, I'll talk with someone about big questions to help us in uncovering the beauty of the Word of God. From the biblical account of creation to understanding the truth of why we were created, Unfolding the Word will take you on a journey through scriptures in a fun and engaging way. Hey, Mr. Franco here. This is uh, our first attempt at a podcast. I'm calling this thing Unfolding the Word. Uh, I did think about Franco Cast, but I don't know if the 10th graders would have enjoyed that. Uh, it's kind of silly name. It, yeah, it is recording, Joel. You can and see Mr. Rast that. is Mr. here Rast as well. Mr. Rast is here, yeah. Uh, I, did, I was going to do kind of a formal introduction of the uh, special guest this week. Mr. Davis is here. He's from Hello. he's a theologian from Wheaton College. Yes. Uh, and Very Mr. Well Rast uh, from St. Paul's uh, Bible College. Uh, and southern and southern yeah he went to southern seminary too and, oh, there you go uh i think that his school <laughs> has changed his name to clown Cro- Cl- no, no, crown college
1: not crown clown, college. clown
0: college right okay, yeah, yeah i got mixed up there too but <laughs> so um guys just welcome this is a, a fun moment we really want to make this an interesting and engaging um conversation about the topic of this week, uh, as you guys know, we're going to talk this week about uh, the, the story of creation, the biblical account
1: of creation. Uh, and Can the, I interrupt cor- you for a second? Yes. The next time that you introduce us, could you have like a, an applause button that you push and then it like... <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll put that in okay, for sure. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to have more of these uh, through the year, and, and we'll probably invite you guys again for, for other conversations. We can talk. There's some really interesting topics in the Book of Exodus for us to address. Uh, some of the law and some of that yes. has some really bizarre things for us to. And I want to bring that to the table too, <laughs> uh, for us to discuss. Awesome. Anyway, um, the essential question for this week is: How should the biblical account of creation shape and form our worldview? I think some of you guys have l- heard that word word world worldview. You can see that I'm brasileiro because I can't do the world word world thing together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You've heard this word before, and it's kind of like, how do you see the world? What lenses do you have that helps you inform the world? And you know, as PACA has this really important task of helping you guys understand and see the world from a, a biblical Christian perspective, because we see and we have tasted and seen that this is the best way and the only way to understand the world in a way that will bring us joy and will bring God, uh, the glory. I know that sounded really Piper, but you guys don't know who Piper is. Anyway, um, this week we're going to talk about the doctrine of creation. Uh, doctrine is a fancy word to, to mean a set of beliefs that we hold about something. In this case right now, um, it is creation. So how was the world created? How were we humans created? And everything around us uh, was created um, I know you guys are probably thinking like, oh, doctrine, this is going to sound boring. This is going to be something really, uh. but we really want to help you guys understand that some of these questions you will wrestle with or today or later on in your life. So we would like to just have this conversation about it. Um, I'm going to bring the word out to uh, Pastor Joe, no, uh, Mr. Rast right here. Don't call him Joe, guys, please. His name is Mr. Rast. He is the principal uh, of the high school and he will correct you uh, on that on the spot. Um, yes, I will, for okay. sure. Okay, there you go, we got that. You guys that. know me,
2: Principal Rast.
0: Yes, Principal Sorry. Rast, and he's going to tell us a little bit about the,
1: just the general story of, of creation. We might intervene a little bit as he goes. Go ahead, mister. All right, well, you know, I got a little bit confused at first where to find this in the Bible, but after some help, I discovered it was in Genesis chapter 1, and it's, it's the beginning. And so the, the story of, of the account of creation goes like this. Put your glasses on, you know. I can sound nerdy now. Uh, In the beginning, God created. And I think that's where it all starts. In the very beginning, God created. The story goes on to say that God created light. Uh, He created a separation between the sky above and the earth below. Uh, He went on to create everything. So the animals, the plants, day after day, uh, God created his own thing. Um, what he wanted to to do, and he he kept saying, and it was good. Did he create the dinosaurs? Of course, of course. Um, And so that whole thing of, and it was good. And after he created all of this, he got to his best creation, which was mankind. And it says in verse 27 of chapter 1, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Thank you. That's, that's, that's it.
0: I mean, that's basically the story, the really short and good understanding of the creation. It's seven days. Uh, the main person that's doing the job here is God, and he's doing it through his word. And at the end of it, of every day, I think most days, he says it's something, it's good. And then he creates man. It is very good. So suddenly, it's not only God in the, in the, in the story, man is introduced. And we see this beautiful picture of creation, of a God that has purpose. Um, and some of the things that we're going to talk about this week, and I'm going to list some of the doctrines of creation. I want you guys to kind of pay attention, maybe take notes on these, is that God created everything. That's really important. One of the, I think one of the catechism uh, tenets in, in some place out there is like God created everything. And he didn't just create things in a random kind of way. God created everything in an orderly fashion. So it wasn't like you um, got a bunch of pieces of a clock and you threw it in a box and you sh- shook it around and suddenly there was a clock. You know, this story is consistently told. No, he orderly worked it with purpose and intent. The second thing is that he is the center of the narrative. He is in, from start of end. He is the main character. He is the one working things through. Also, there's a distinction between the creator and creation. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's not the same. God is uncreated. He is
1: from the beginning, and he will always be. We have been created. I heard it said we're not an extension of God. Yeah. The creation, he is transcendent. So he's, he's other. So we reflect him. And we are made in his image. But we're not an extension of God. yeah, that's that's really important. That distinction is is important because
0: we we, we look and we worship something that created us, and that mm-hmm. really we look up and we're just so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is that God created all things through His word, uh, in other words. It was through speaking, through the breath, through His speaking, mm. that He created all things. And later on, John chapter 1, we see the, the Bible says, in the beginning it was the Word, and the Word was with God. And you guys are going to understand this later on as we go through this. And even, I think, uh, in your 11th grade, you're going to talk about the life of Christ and so forth. Ninth, ninth grade, you ninth talked, grade, about. We talked about it. We talked about it. it is that all things were created through Christ. Uh, so even though we see this image of God there... Jesus is also present Mm -hmm. in in the account of creation. It's just a beautiful image of who he is. The spirit, too. The spirit, too. I mean, it says the next point was that the Trinity shows up. It is the Trinity, that that, (laughs) that great introduction we did there. Um, And the other thing that's really interesting about this is that we often ask the question, where and when was before this? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, there was nowhere. It was not there. All that was was God. Perfectly satisfied in himself as the Trinity in an eternal fellowship from eternity past until that point. So there's so much intent in this God Mm -hmm. that sees something once a relation doesn't want because he needs it, but wants to get the glory for his glory and bring joy for us. He kind of shows up and says, hey, Piper again. There you go. (laughs) And creates John Piper. You guys can look at John Piper. Tell your dads John Piper. Anyway, uh, so, so some of this doctrine really forms an understanding of who we are. Joel talked about um, the, the creation of man, and we talk about Imago Dei. That's a, it's a fancy word for, well, it's not a fancy, it's a Latin word right. for in the image yeah. of God. Right. So God created us in His likeness and His image. image. So there's something special about every human being that was created by God. They have dignity. Why? Because they were created that way. So we need to look at all humans around us and see like, how important they are just because of that. They were created for that purpose. Right. Uh, so I want to open up the conversation to the floor here. Uh, I'm going to bring this out to Jeremy. So how do you think these big doctrines, these big kind of like overarching topics of the account of creation
2: shape the, how we should see the world? Um, I think really when we think about who God is, then we come to an understanding also of who we are. That's just part of the conversation. Whenever we think about um, about these big questions, so I think some of the big things that stand out to me is um, I think the biggest one of all is God is relational, um, and He's relational with Himself from with Father, Son, and Spirit. And um, uh, one author puts it this way that they're they're in a kind of cosmic dance, um, and they don't not they but God doesn't need uh, humans to. To, to be fulfilled in that dance. But, but God is, uh, so loving that he wants to invite us to be part of that cosmic dance. Um, so I think that's, that's one, one huge thing. I know the story is all about God, but I understand so much about who I am when I learn who God is and that God is relational. I learned that I'm a relational being that I'm made for relationship with other people and that uh, I'm made for community um, within my family, but also with um, other believers, and also with other human beings, because God has made, um, made them in His image. Um, so I think that's the the big one is recognizing um, how how I've been designed relationally, uh, designed also um, in an orderly fashion, and 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 uh, God has made me to also create things, um, and use skills, and do things well. Um, because He's created uh, me and and uh, made me to be part of His creation. Wow, that's awesome! I love it that God creates life. Life comes
1: from Him. Amen. So clearly, you know, you you see that, and also uh, I I just love it how uh, when you said about value and dignity, that would go that would go with with so many of the problems we have today, it would actually dismiss or contradict so many of the problems. There can't be racism if God has created every single person in His image. Um, You have so many problems today where there's violence, where people are ignored or mistreated, all kinds of abuse. And when we really understand people as being created in God's image, all of those things are clearly against what God intended yeah i mean that
0: that's um really important it's a hot topic right now mm-hmm. because we need to start understanding or even more and more like look, looking around and, and as believers that everyone has dignity everyone has value and that god saw that as he created us mm-hmm. he he didn't just say okay you're going to be in the likeness of a pig mm-hmm. you know he looked mm-hmm. at himself and the idea of who he was and his likeness and image and he created us mm-hmm. um, the other thing that i think is really interesting about this account is that and it goes by the idea of relation and the value of man is that he creates all things and then he places man right in the middle of his good creation it has his place there and we need to understand that too mm-hmm. um, i think that when we look at the account of creation, we need to really understand that there are some complex questions, like the question of like, where was God and why was there? Mm-hmm. But the the, the the complexity of that turns itself around on looking and like, hey, I'm just so thankful that you have created me. Mm-hmm. To have a thankful heart and understanding, I will give you glory i will worship you i was i will praise you because you have done so so many wonderful things and have placed me in the middle of this obviously as we move on with the class next Mm -hmm. week we'll talk about something happens and the world gets kind of broken but we do see the story of that redeemer that was there in the beginning that is going to come and be the solution for for the earth today Mm
2: -hmm. i think one thing i want to add is just how um how we often forget about this part of the story. And we go on to what you're going to talk about next week um, and how this order is broken. Um, And I think this is really important to know that this is just as important as um, Mm -hmm. the fall, what happens next, Mm -hmm. that we are made in God's image. Mm -hmm.
1: And I would just jump in really quickly, not to get off track, Mm -hmm. but I think that this is a great clue of what heaven might be like. Yeah. Because we tend to think of heaven as being all these clouds and maybe a a billion-year church service. Mm -hmm. But look at what God did. Look at the creativity. Look at the beauty. Look at the richness of what he creates. And then even as you think of the garden coming up in the next chapter and with his presence there in the garden and he creates relationship, and he creates so many things that we love. The, the beauty, we love people, we love animals, we love all these things. Uh, even work was a, was a good thing that was going on before the fall. Yeah. There was a the work that was fulfilling and yeah. rich and brought life. And from, from this conversation, you
0: see that there's these big doctrines, big questions. Like, who, who is God? who is um, What was creation? How did it happen? How through, through his word did he make things come to be? These are kind of questions that humans have wrestled for thousands of years about. But you guys probably noticed that through this quick conversation right here, we were able to pull out some things that are enjoyable for us to- To understand who we are and how we see the world. So as we talk through Genesis this next uh, week and the week after, I want you guys to understand that there's something beautiful about the doctrine of particular things that will inform how you see the world so that you can start to enjoy Scripture and understand why and go back and try to, hey, I want to read Genesis again. I want to understand what's going on here. Um, I want to thank you, Mr. Rast, for your time uh, today for sharing with us. You're welcome. Uh, Mr. Davis, thank you so much. Uh, we are going to stop right here. Guys, uh, thank you for listening to us. We'll be back uh, probably soon sometime or I'll have somebody else to talk. Or... We'll be back. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was hilarious. Anyway, uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. thank you, guys. Thank you. This was Unfolding the Word. I'll see you guys next week.